What do you think of when I say the word anal? I imagine it probably invokes one of two extremely opposite notions in your mind. One that is considered to be dirty, and the other meticulously clean. And if I was to call you anile, would you thank me or curse me? I guess it depends on your self-image, as anile means to behave like a ludicrous old lady. There are an abounding amount of words in the English language that sound dirty, but aren't. And I'm going to arm you with a few of these so that you can bust them out the next time you want someone to think that you're talking dirty. thought with my American public school education that bastinado meant bastard in Spanish. But it is actually a form of punishment where a person gets beat with a stick on the bottom of their feet or the bottom of their bum. And on the topic of bums, have you ever heard of a bum boat? It sounds a little bit like what it is a boat that sells small novelties and provisions to ships that are anchored near a given port that is about the size of a dinghy. Another word that sometimes is used in reference to something dirty, the male sex organ, versus a small boat that can either be sailed, rowed, or motor-powered, like a dinghy. Before we stray too far from words that sound like they are describing the human posterior, what do you think that sack butt with one T means? Just take a guess in your head. You got it? Well, you're probably wrong because it is in fact a brass instrument from the Renaissance that was very much like a trombone. Sack butt with two T's is a wine barrel. However, butt sack is exactly what you think it is. Congratulations. I'm sorry. Did I sound cocky or cocksure, also two words I swore were dirty when I was a kid? Along with the similarly rooted words, cockswain, a person who is not an officer, but is in charge of a boat, its crew, and steers it, and cockshy, the action of throwing darts at a target. But it can also refer to the target itself, which oftentimes is circumscribed by the color red circumscribed, you know, drawing a circle around something, easily confused with circumcise, a religious rite whereby the prepuce of a male is removed and thus spiritually purified. Other cock-rooted words are nodgecock and lobcock, which are both terms that mean to call someone stupid. A shuttlecock is the feathered cork-headed object that you hit back and forth during badminton or battle door, sometimes called a birdie, and a nestlecock is a real birdie, specifically the last bird to hatch out of a group of eggs. However, in the 1600s, it was also used to describe a spoiled child. And another bird that rounds out the category 
is the peacock, which is the male version of the peafowl dressed in a beautiful plume of emerald greenish-blue feathers, each with an almost hypnotic pupil that spread out like a paper hand fan. Other fun, dirty-sounding animal names are the titmouse, the titpecker, and the knickerpicker, which is Old English for the European green woodpecker, the biggest in all of Great Britain. When I was about eight or nine years old, I learned what a condom was, and I was immediately grossed out by the word condiment referring to ketchup and mustard without considering the fact that condom is spelled D-O-M and condiments is D-I-M. However, condominium was still up for grabs in my juvenile mind for similar analyzation. But it didn't gross me out because it was not related to food, like kumquat, K-U-M-Q-U-A-T, a small citrus fruit that stems from the fortunella shrub, which is native to China. A diphthong is not a bikini bottom sinking to the ocean floor, but rather a linguistic term that refers to the sound of pronouncing two vowel sounds together. When you say boil, the oi sound is the diphthong. Same with the word toy. They are especially tricky when singing high or sustained music notes because diphthongs cause you to close up the shape of your mouth and therefore the shape of the sound rather than having a nice open oo, o, or ah. Here's a word with a diphthong that is frequently mispronounced and kind of dirty sounding. Pianist. And the person playing piano for you while you sing is an accompanist. So many people insist on saying this word the hard, awkward way, accompanist, and wonder why it doesn't sound right. Well, it's because it's accompanist. My college music professors were adamant about correct term usage. So, I'll give you another free one that doesn't sound dirty at all. But, most people would be tempted to pronounce the musical word spelled T-I-M-B-R-E as timber. But it is in fact pronounced timbre. And it is the particular sound quality generated by a given voice or instrument. Try this one out. Tell someone they are fecund. And if they get mad at you, you can quickly ask, are you not creatively intellectual or able to produce offspring and bear fruit? That ought to shut him up. Being fecund is a good thing. Also, being a fartlick, which is a term used for runners who switch between spurts of intense activity and low-stress activities. One such low-stress activity includes another dirty-sounding word, niblick. Now, whatever you think it might be, it is actually... A golf club with a head of iron, which has a sloped face to give the ball maximum height. And while you can call it a nine iron, niblick 
is so much more fun to say. Yet if you say it to a layman, another dirty-sounding word, they might respond, Niblick? With an interrobang at the end of their response. I use interrobangs all the time in my writing, and it is a combination of the question mark and the exclamation point. And it comes down to us circa 1965, and only a few typefaces include it, like Arial Unicode, Palatino Linotype, Lucida Sans Unicode, Frutiger Linotype, and Burling Antiqua. Have you ever experienced logaria? Not dirty, not disgusting, but generally annoying. Logaria is non-stop, repetitive, or incoherent speaking. Frequent sufferers of logaria are sexagenarians. No, not a sex doctor for animals, but someone between the ages of 60 and 70 years old. Sexagesm is one sixtieth of something, because sex is the prefix pertaining to the number 60. And believe it or not, after a person grows past their sexes, they are far more susceptible to formication. Formication. A hallucination where you think that something is crawling on or under your skin. Or even worse, an infarct. A specific area of tissue, like your kidney or your heart, that is dying or dead due to lack of blood supply caused by some kind of obstruction. And if you obstruct the law and get convicted, you will most likely have to suffer some kind of penalty to be served in the country's penal system. Penal relates to punishment for crimes and is also where we get the word penalty. Anybody unfortunate enough to be in a penal corrections facility will get their fair share of saxicolian, which means to live or grow amid rocks. Okay, just a couple more here. Masticate means to chew, crush, or knead something. Pandanus is a plant with leaves that are shaped like a spear and arranged in a spiraling shape that makes screw pines and has nothing to do with a panda's ass. And by the way, when you're talking about planets, don't say Uranus, say Uranus. Although then you go from anus to urine. This one is bulletproof. You know what? Forget it. Just call it the Shakespeare moon planet. We're none of us sinologists. No, not a scientist who studies ancient sinners, but rather a sinologist is someone who studies sinology, the study of literature, history, language, and customs. Piss asphalt is a thick kind of liquid that is very much like tar, and it stems from the beginning of the Greek word for pitch, pissa. Pissalot is a condiment that is popular in southern France, and it is made of anchovies, oil, garlic, pepper, and herbs. And piste, P-I-S-T-E, is a trail or track made by a wild animal 
or the competitive strip where fencers face off with eppies. Damn you, English! Take the long piece home! Was that dramatic enough for you? Well, I am a thespian. Another word that I swore was dirty when I was growing up. Of course, it is a fancy way to say actor. And a friend of mine who is a choreographer would always shout, Tits up, everybody! during early morning rehearsals like a kind of drill sergeant. Only, that's just what I heard. You see, she has an English accent, and what she was really saying was tit up, which is a word that refers to an exaggerated, bouncing, or prancing manner of moving around. And finally, I would always titter as a 12-year-old when my English lit teacher would talk about Moby Dick the sperm whale. But it helps to know what a sperm whale is to understand what spermaceti is, a white, translucent solid from the oil that is stored in the head of a sperm whale and is used in the production of makeup and candles. You may have also heard of ambergris, also from the sperm whale in its digestive system, which is an essential ingredient for fancy perfumes on the black market. Really, people? There are other ways to smell good without murdering these fantastic creatures, unless you are also making whale fillets to feed the starving nations of the world and make whale wranglers out of its skin. F***! Now that's dirty. To help us keep the curiosities coming, please rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show.